0: listening to cpr my name is rex and i'm josh and we're here to talk about comedy politics and religion now- <laughs> Psych, we're not gonna uh, talk about
1: any of that yeah we don't talk about those things uh
0: uh-uh, that was episode one for all of you guys who remember we are here on episode 20 and we just kind of wanted to have a little bit throwback of a throwback to episode one, didn't just, we, Rex?
1: Yes, just so you know, I will be re-uploading episode one as episode 21 so we don't have to work next week. Ooh, a week <laughs> off. Yes. Awesome. But uh, that you'll have to wait for. So if you mm. in the meantime, if you want to listen to episode 21 in advance, you can just go listen to
0: episode one and it'll be oh, it's like, the same it's thing. It's like a sneak peek. It's like buying the, the $30 on Disney Plus to watch Mulan. Yes, like exactly like early. that. Um,
1: if you would like to... Pay us $30 to watch Mulan. You are out of luck because we're not Disney. Oh, we're um, not? But we might be someday. You never know. The the Rex and Josh entertainment industry knows no bounds. We we will be... <coughs> this is why you don't drink water, Josh.
0: Oh, sorry. I had a water coughing, is but... bad for you. Oh, yeah. That's what everybody tells me. Mm-hmm. I don't listen, though.
1: You really don't. You're such a rebel. <coughs> sorry. No, or maybe I... it was the Zaxby's cup. Uh, maybe all right where were we oh uh, yes we, we were, were introducing our podcast we certainly were my name is um Rex if you heard couldn't hear from the uh the intro yeah yeah and what's your name oh uh oh I, I can't forget uh, I forget uh oh I think it was Josh wasn't that it good job if you need to listen back to remember we can but yeah, for now I'm Rex I'm with Josh here and we talk about comedy politics and religion in a semi-humorous way. That's what sometimes comedy informative way. And um hopefully a non-sacrilegious way. I would hope so. Yes.
0: If you would like to Con- I, I don't know where I'm going <laughs> what are you okay well I'm going to swoop in and save Rex if yes. you would like a t-shirt go ahead and check out our merch Ooh, good store. idea we have awesome t-shirts up there for you guys if you would like to send in a question have any comments concerns or questions I said that twice didn't you I you did let's do it awesome well anyway uh, make sure you send them in to rexandjoshcpr at gmail.com at or g- or you can send them to at rexandjoshcpr on Instagram and Twitter yep to look forward to in this exciting episode of something comedy politics and religion Uh, we're gonna be talking about the supreme court because everybody is talking about the supreme court nowadays and we just follow the crowd don't we right we sure do and yeah and then i wanted to kind of propose a little bit of a moral dilemma to moral that may or may not involve waterboarding oh Are you
1: going to be waterboarding me and asking me questions about a moral dilemma?
0: Yes, that's um, exactly what I'm going to do.
1: And if you pay for CPR premium, you can actually get the video access to Josh waterboarding me. So if you're interested in that, um,
0: head over to our instagram and why why do i feel like it's ironic that people would pay to see our faces i think that it should be more that that they pay not to see our faces that they pay to get the audio version instead of the video
1: five dollars and i will remove the video of josh waterboarding me from instagram Oh boy. <laughs> All right. If um, you couldn't tell by the intro and everything so far, this episode will be a train wreck and it's gonna be fun. That is
0: so like such a lie. And then we <laughs> might talk about something involving jetpacks later on. Maybe. But, um first Rex, what what happened to um,
1: you? Past I don't week? know. It's oh okay. This just this week. Got it. Um <laughs> This week was a pretty relaxed sort of week for me. Since I am transitioning jobs i'm waiting until i start on sunday to go and work at my new job at the electronics store and i'm not at a restaurant anymore so i get to just hang out i did uh at the beginning of this week get to help a pastor set up his new live streaming setup at a small church in the area and um went horribly oh (laughs) we got uh we got the camera hooked up and then the camera had a bunch of problems and so we had to basically tear out everything that we'd put in and put in his old live streaming setup and then by the time we were done putting in the old system the old system wasn't working either and so (laughs) why do i feel like he Uh, was wishing he hired somebody else i don't know I, I didn't get paid for it, though. Um, oh. It was just a volunteer thing, so he didn't have to worry about that. Man, but, I was I was thinking you were, like, bribing this guy or something. <laughs> no, I... Yes, I was bribing him. Mm-hmm. Um, That's how it with, works. Yeah, for sure. But it, it was... Uh, it did not go as well as I had hoped, but... That sounds like fun. And then the rest of this week, I've been just chilling and working on fixing an old guitar amp.
0: Ooh, ooh! That also sounds like fun. Rex is yes. a man of all trades. Obviously, he can fix anything, except <laughs> I can our ruin podcast. Ruin your live stream setup. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but what
1: happened in your week, Josh?
0: All right, so my week was kind, seemed kind of beset by um, numerous little munchkins. Let me explain. So I I love little kids. They are cute. They're funny. And they seem to be drawn to me for some reason, maybe because of identical maturity level or what have you. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they seem to be drawn to me. So um this this past week, I went to an indoor water park with a couple of my friends, Rex among them. indeed. And so there are some water slides, and you know, water slides, they have long lines, and you're bored in long lines. And so, me being the friendly guy that I am, turned not to my friends that I was with, but turned to the little seven-year-olds that were in line oh, with boy. us. And so, the first, uh, the first two boys that I talked to were were, were brats. And, yes, uh, that's a very nice word, but uh, yeah, yeah. And they like cut in front of us, and I was not very happy. But I, I kind of egged them on a little bit. But yeah, they it, they weren't so nice. They, I got to watch, um,
1: Josh. Turned back into his seven-year-old self in all ways other than physically, as he mentally prepared himself for communication on the same level as these (laughs)
0: seven-year-olds. It was quite the experience. Yep, yep, yep. And then the second batch of kids. These were they were like twins or something like that, and they were really cute. And within a matter of seven minutes, they like were holding my hand and yeah, and trying to like beat each other up as well. Oh yeah, that too. Uh, Typical seven-year-old stuff, Um, but I just, I thought that was really cute. But the real story of uh, the little kids from this week comes from my golf class. All right, so let me just kind of prepare you for a second. Prepare to be wowed.
1: If you are, um, if you're driving right now, pull over. If you're working on something, just stop and sit and focus. If you are not doing anything, keep it up. And if you're
0: skydiving, just stop right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Just hover midair. Let let Josh's soothing voice just wash over you as he sure. tells you this
0: story. All right. So <laughs> glad we have that little um interlude. Trail. Um. So I. You know. I. I go to golf class. I'm a golf coach. So I. Um. I have to put on the full golf attire. You know, golf pants, uh, collared shirt, belt, things like that. And so it turns out not everybody does the full attire, especially the belt. And which isn't like very important, I don't think, but apparently to this one little kid it was. So I uh, walk up and he's like, "You look like you're really rich." Which for my (laughs) listening audience, uh, the reason Rex is laughing is because I'm not. I mean, no,
1: I was laughing because golf stereotypes,
0: but also that. (laughs) But he was, he was, he was, was, he's a golfer, and he's like actually really well-to-do golf kid. But anyway, he's like, "You look like you're rich," and I'm like, "Why?" And he's like, "You because you have a belt." and oh. and i'm like oh okay cuz belts automatically declare that you are a well to do i'm like well what a, yeah, what about symbols. what about this guy he's my fellow coach and i'm like he has a belt on does does he look rich and he's like no i'm like why not and he's like he looks like he has a fake belt <laughs> <laughs> What is a fake belt? <laughs> I uh, I don't know, but it was it was really interesting. Um, another time, uh, so I was I was putting, and one of the moms came up to me, and I was like, "Oh, your daughter's my favorite of the students, which she is, because she's really cute, and she's like, not a brat." Oh, not being a brat is such a desirable trait in a child. Yeah, and so she told me about why they just chose golf. Uh, apparently, she had um uh played soccer before but that oh. didn't work out so well because she kept um, going
1: up and hitting the ball with a club and it just really didn't fit in with the rest of- uh,
0: close <laughs> she kept picking up the ball and giving it to the other team because they really seemed like they wanted it more oh how <laughs> generous of her i know it's just it's like oh that's so sweet um this next part isn't so sweet so there's oh. another boy and he's kind of not necessarily, I would say, a problem child, but more <laughs> along those lines. Um, so he was, uh, one week he got in his head that he was going to go around calling everybody a nerd. So he's like, you're a nerd, you're a nerd, you're a nerd. And it's he goes up to me. not even an insult. I mean, not really. And he goes up to me and he's like, you're a nerd. Like that was the the, the climax of him calling everybody. It was me calling you oh. a nerd. But then I, I kind of looked at him and I'm like, spell nerd. <laughs> and he, uh, his little puzzled face was, uh, is forever ingrained into my memory. That's great. He um, could not spell nerds. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. That, that made me feel better about myself somehow. Asking small children to spell
1: words is the pinnacle of comedy.
0: Yeah, um, even though it kind of makes me sad that the educational system has so failed us. Anyway, that Josh, was really loud. Josh, you're his loud. teacher. You have failed him. I teach golf. I teach people how to hit balls. I don't tell them how to, to read or spell. Well, maybe you should. You
1: are the light that the next generation
0: needs, Josh. Mm, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. All that said, what else do we have for today? All right. Wow. That I. I talked a lot, didn't I? That was great. All right, sorry for talking so much, except that you listened to hear us talk. So anyway, not apologizing, Never yeah, mind. Yeah, if you
1: want us to talk more, let us know. We'll do a two hour special for uh, episode 50. Please do not, no, no, no. So <laughs>
0: the Supreme Court, you hear a lot about it recently. So Amy Coney Barrett, Judge Amy Coney Barrett, they, uh, her confirmation hearings uh, just ended at the time of this recording a couple days ago. And in the next week or so, she'll they'll start voting on her, and it was just really enlightening to kind of listen to some of the confirmation hearings. I personally did not listen to all of them, but I uh, listened Slacker. to some of it, and um, it was just really interesting, kind of the difference. And I, I feel like choosing a justice shouldn't necessarily be a partisan thing, but like everything in Washington D.C., it is. Yeah. So you have obviously Trump nominated her, so sh- uh, the Republicans were trying to push her through, the Dems were trying to stop her, and it was just really interesting to see kind of the divide that was in there. So when the uh, the way that these hearings are set up, a Republican would ask a question, then a Democrat then it would switch off. So uh, the Republicans would like ask her a question, they would like joke with her, they would be all easygoing. And then the Democrats would come in with these kind of hard hitting uh, questions of, are you going to end women's choice? Are you going to end health care? Are you get and like she's like,
1: like she has the power to do would have the power to do all of that by
0: herself. (laughs) Yeah, it's not like she (laughs) it's not even how kind of these things work anyway, but um just are you going to end abortion which um honestly I would be okay if she did but anyway that's my opinion but she she does not have the power to do that nor does anybody any one person um but and she's not even allowed to talk about how she might rule in certain cases because she wouldn't have all the details and yeah. things like that but they still asked the questions anyway and they were trying to trap her and it was, like, kinda, it was just kind of was just kind of sad
1: it's like at going up to like the general manager of a local Walmart and asking them what the CEO is going to do in the next year and what things they're going to change. It's like you, you can't a, they wouldn't have the power or control to do any of that. And B how, how would they know everything that's going to happen?
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, um, I like how we are comparing the Supreme court to Walmart they both run about as efficiently as each other, so mm, probably. <laughs> um, so one of the reasons I feel that the left does not like her, the Democrats, um, was is because she is a conservative woman. Liberals and
1: don't like conservatives because
0: they have differing views. Yeah, you're blowing my mind, Josh. So the left has consistently tried to establish themselves as the champion of women's rights so we hear that a lot of times where uh women's uh choice uh, all these things and um how they want to empower women and there's nothing wrong with empowering women that is a great thing except that they are liars which they do not like to empower women in general they like to empower women that have the same a mindset as them which is like hmm so yeah um if they were wanting to empower women in general they'd be all for another female justice on the supreme unless court unless they thought that she was going against the greater good for women which i mean they are against her though yeah but so it's it's just i, I just thought that was that was just kind of interesting um a lot of times i feel in culture today we kind of forget what the judicial kind of stands for Mm -hmm. and we're like well the judicial uh, makes decisions and basically those decisions are have the weight of law which um, was kind of not necessarily how they were supposed to be Uh, it was they were supposed to interpret the law not make law which their position has really kind of turned because um if the supreme court establishes something then boom it is that and you can't change it unless you're boom. the supreme court and then you can change it whoa this is, this is where I was going with it, sorry. And a lot of things, um, there are different viewpoints, of course, with mm-hmm. e- within even judging. There are originalists, and then there are those who adhere to the theory of a living constitution. Now, to kind of just break down that a little bit, originalism is basically saying, how did the people who wrote this law think that this law would be implemented? And this is the purpose of this law. Uh, living constitution lists... More are on the lines of, hey, uh, I don't care what the people who establish this, this is what I want it to mean at this point, and this is how I'm going to have it uh, be interpreted. And that is a dangerous place to be because it establishes judges as the people who determine something just based on in the moment, not. Uh, based on their own opinion and not based on the law or the facts or anything surrounding it. What do you think about kind of that difference right there?
1: I think there needs to be a mix there. I, I definitely agree that there's a big difference, but I also don't think that one way or the other is necessarily correct because obviously the Founding Fathers had good intentions in the Constitution. There were also like over 250 years of change and progress both socially and technologically and in scientifically and in so many other ways that the ways that they intended for the laws to be applied may just not be even realistic in any sense now. And it might be important for us to get a better understanding of how laws that were interpreted, like there are a lot of really old leftover laws for utterly ridiculous things that would have no bearing on our modern world. And so trying to interpret things based off of laws for things that happened forever ago just doesn't make sense now. So we need to have that balance of were their intentions good? Yes. So how does this affect our current world? Is it realistic for us to follow their original intentions? Or would
0: it just be completely out of place in our modern world? Um, there's that, and then there's also, you, you were talking about outdated laws, and um, we we always, uh, the, the wheels of justice grind slowly. We all know this for sure, the wheels mm-hmm. of government grind Certainly. slowly. Um, but a lot, uh, we expect judges to say, oh, this is an outdated law, we don't need to follow it. And that's that's not their job. That's the job of the legislator. Uh, the legislature, sorry, uh, to say, oh, this is an outdated law and we need to get rid of it. Judges sh- do not have the authority to get rid of laws. They only can interpret the laws. OK, so, so
1: that's part of what I was yeah. meaning. But mm-hmm. so obviously we have that in place. But I think also there are some laws that still apply today that still aren't necessarily exactly relevant to our modern world
0: in the way that they were originally intended maybe so. give like uh, an example like you can make one I up.
1: don't have one off the top of my head
0: so may- maybe like this um, so they're uh, the the search and seizures and how they have like the infrared technology that the founders could never have yeah. uh, considered Ugh. and how the uh, police can scan your home from the outside without is that an invasion of privacy yes under that the, should be illegal one thousand percent okay so is so you're saying like with the advance of new technologies w- so does the founders intent if they would have been privy to kind of the uh technologies how would they have a uh, kind of worded the law is that what you're saying maybe yeah and not even just
1: worded but the would the way the law was implemented have been would it have been implemented in the same way necessarily? But yeah, if, if the police or anyone is scanning your home, that they should get a warrant before that happens. That should be
0: illegal. Without so um so that uh I I see where you're going with that, but yeah, there is a big debate about whether you should do up according to what is now and what or what was, and, and just
1: like everything else in politics everybody thinks that you have to be on one extreme or the other rather than finding a reasonable balance it's it's crazy
0: Hmm. or do you yes you moderate you
1: that's me (laughs) bottom right moderate
0: (laughs) all right um still in line with the supreme court how are we doing on time are we doing all right on time? yes we are doing awesome on time all right so i just wanted to address this quickly. More politically speaking, Joe Biden, uh, there have been several uh, um, Democratic colleagues of Joe Biden to say that if Joe Biden wins, that they would pack the courts. So uh, just to break that down into English, that means that they would so there are nine justices on the Supreme Court. They would add to that number uh, breaking a lot of precedent since uh, um, over 100 years. Actually, I think it's over 150, close to that. Okay. Um, so they would add more than nine justices adding a lot of liberal activist judges which um would basically there's there's a big problem with this and it at first i was like there if there's no law against adding more justices why is that a problem rex what do you think the problem is having a partisan advantage to the extreme that that would allow for
1: is um kind of goes against everything that uh, american democracy stands for and having people of all sides being able to express beliefs and opinions and ideas, I think doing something like that would kind of take away uh, that a little bit.
0: Yeah, there's that. Um, one of the main reasons I see is that the there would no longer be three branches of government because um, the, the executive would appoint so many ju- justices that the judicial would um basically become uh another arm of the executive branch yeah which would be would destroy basically our system of government because if the um this is what actually happened uh to fdr he appointed a bunch of just basically yes man judges uh that uh, uh the Supreme Court became nothing more than a stamp of approval on his policies. I mean, you take the internment of... Uh, 110,000 uh, Japanese Americans. Mm-hmm. And that was, I mean, we look back at, on that and that's awful. That should have been illegal. And, but because he appointed activists um, and appointed only activists to the Supreme Court who did not, who um, mm-hmm. basically up implemented their agenda instead of um, implementing what the law should be, that's where the problem was. And uh, so that's what is at stake kind of within this election. And Joe Biden, by the way, has uh, repeatedly said that the voters do not deserve to know his stance on whether he will pack the courts, so Hmm. uh, a reporter was like, don't voters deserve to know whether you will pack the courts, Joe? And he's like, no, they do not. Only Joe Biden would get away with something like that. Voters (laughs) don't deserve rights. Voters do not deserve to know what the candidates stand for. What is this? But it's kind of like... Big red flag right there. Just, yes. Just kind of, I'm going to park it and leave it there. All right. So um, moving on to the, kind of this concept of a moral dilemma. And Rex will probably get to talk a little bit more. Sorry. Oh, He's no. Like that's okay. Check in checking social media over here. He's I'm bored not, out of I, mind. I was
1: um, actually just, we were talking about uh, outdated laws. And I was looking at <laughs> Tell me one. <laughs> in, um, in Severance, Colorado, you were not allowed to throw snowballs until last year. <laughs> and um in north carolina a local one for us bingo games can't last more than five hours so (laughs) if you're planning on a long bingo session you better get through the games so you can't
0: (laughs) rex we'll have to change our evening plans won't we
1: (laughs) (laughs) no well no we're we're not in north carolina so we don't have to worry Uh. about that but yeah there's (laughs) there's so many i just can't believe that they had laws like this i remember there was one you weren't you like weren't allowed to have a horse in a bathtub in like wyoming or something (laughs) you you can't
0: use x-rays for shoe fittings in washington oh man like i was traveling to washington this weekend too and i was gonna get my shoe fitted oh man Uh, oh (sighs) Ooh, this one sounds good (laughs) you you can't wound a fish with a firearm in wyoming (laughs) Oh, man, I can't go around shooting fish. Uh, Why did
1: that need to be a law?
0: I don't know. What kind of fishing are you doing?
1: (laughs) I guess that's like the shooting fish in a barrel thing, but why? (laughs) I don't understand. Shooting a fish in a barrel. Okay, oh right. anyway, what is your moral dilemma for this, All right, this, so
0: um, on this issue of waterboarding, which, by the way, so President Obama uh, made the uh, c- uh, concept of waterboarding go into disuse. That's kind of what just I was the concept, yeah, Just the concept, Yeah, just the Waterboarding
1: itself is fine, but you can't think about it.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, so he banned it. That's what I mean. So it, uh, waterboarding is simulated drowning, basically, and it is basically a form of torture you might yeah, be able it's to say torture. yeah it is um to uh it has only been used by the u.s three times um all on terrorists so um but on khalid sheikh mohammed the mastermind of 9-11 abu zubarda um that's osama bin Laden's uh, chief of operations and Abd al rahim al-nashiri
1: and if you would like to hear Josh fail to pronounce more Middle Eastern names, uh, we will be doing a separate segment of the podcast next time. <laughs>
0: Sorry about that, folks. Um, but he uh, coordinated the attack on the U.S. Coal. Um But so there's one that I wanted to kind of hone in on. And that was the 9-11 mastermind. That was this Mohammed guy. And so... They did waterboarding on him for a few minutes and they got him to uh, give them information that saved countless American lives. Now, Rex, is it humane to torture somebody? No. uh, Let me finish, though. A torture a terrorist in order that you will save other people's lives. Would you do that? No. So you wouldn't put anybody through torture, even if it would save people's lives? See, this, this is, is a, a hard question. It is a, a very difficult question.
1: I am 100% against torture. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to save lives. Absolutely. Are you thinking of this from sort of a trolley problem perspective or... From a what? Um, so there's a, a track uh, that splits. On one side of the track, there's one person tied down. Uh, and on the other side of the track, there's five people tied down. There currently the track is directed towards the five people, and you have the option to switch the track over so it would only run over the one person, and you would save the lives of those five people by killing someone else. Now, obviously, they didn't kill this guy; they waterboarded him. Yeah, it was. They didn't. Yeah, he's he was but not killed. It was
0: still. Uh, doesn't mean it's any less of a horrible thing to do. Um, but. I also want to throw this in there. And I'm not necessarily on one side of it. I'm the uh, neutral moderator of this discussion. Yes. And um, so uh, this this guy's a terrorist, obviously. He's killed a lot of people. Mastermind of 9-11. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, if you are a terrorist and you've killed lots of people, do you forfeit the right to kind of, to, do you forfeit decent uh, human rights or do you still retain those even though you disregarded other people's innate human rights? Um, I,
1: I think that there's a few ways to look at this. I'm going to look at the, the Christian perspective and the option of redemption and second chances, which are pretty big, important things to look at. So should he be thrown in jail? Probably. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that's a perfectly reasonable thing to do. Should he be killed or forbidden human rights? No, he's a human. Humans should still have rights. He's done some horrible things. And I don't think he should just be allowed to roam free and make more awful, horrible decisions. But I I don't think killing or torturing him is the answer
0: either. Yeah. And um, just just to clarify, they were not torturing him just for torturing's sake. Yeah, it wasn't (laughs) just like for funsies. They were trying to (laughs) save lives. Hey, this sounds like fun. And I
1: absolutely understand the wholeheartedly good intention behind that. Yeah, But I also think waterboarding is a horrible, awful thing to do. Yeah, If you've ever like accidentally held a washcloth over your mouth or uh, your mouth and nose and you've experienced that for a second it can be just terrifying in that moment so to have that done to you for a, an extended period of time while they're trying
0: to extract information from you is just sickening yeah but um and obviously this was also a last resort and yeah it was not like oh we captured this guy let's waterboard him yes um but uh speaking of terrorists this is i'm doing like a complete uh, I'm gonna pick a random degree, one twenty-seven degree turn, and that's fair, right? Yeah. Um So speaking of terrorists, so the University of San Francisco State uh, held a webinar with a terrorist, like an actual literal terrorist, like participating. Like a in, Zoom call? Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, hijacking of pain, uh, planes in like the early seventies, nineteen sixty-nine to the seventies. And um, it it was titled uh, "Whose Narrative: Gender, Justice, and Resistance: A Conversation with and Another In Inpronounceable uh, Arab Name." <laughs> uh, it was uh, Leela Khaled. Okay, that wasn't impronounceable. Never mind. <laughs> Unpronounceable. What? Anyway, I can't speak. Sorry. Um, Hard to pronounce. Yes, there we go. <laughs> uh, why would you even... Uh, and by the way, uh, YouTube and Zoom quickly took down the, the um, conversation as why it was taking is that? place. I wonder why. Hmm. Maybe it's got something to th- do with the fact that you shouldn't be having Zoom calls with terrorists. Is he in, like an active terrorist? Um, He has... I don't know active but he has not expressed any remorse for any of his actions. Hmm. I think it's still important to be able to talk to people like that though. That's an interesting thing, but
1: I I don't think that maybe um that may or may not have violated
0: YouTube and other's terms of service. So I I don't know. I just feel like if you if there's a terrorist, you have nothing in common with this person and I believe that you that there's nothing to be gained with somebody whose mind is so sick, twisted, and perverted that there can be nothing to gain from somebody so evil and vile. I disagree. I think that
1: somebody with a completely opposite outlook on life from you would be somebody that you can learn the most from. Not necessarily things that you'll use, not like, oh, this is why this person's murdering people. I should do that too. But this is why this person's murdering people, maybe I can help prevent other people from following this same path. Getting a better understanding of why people do the things they do is an incredible way to learn about the world and about ourselves. And so I think that having a conversation, especially since he was a willing participant, it sounds like since he was willing to share part of himself, I think that would have been a really
0: intriguing thing to learn about. Um, By the way, it would be nice if if what you're saying was true about the, um, oh, this is so we can know how to stop pe- other people from being terrorists. And that would be a good conversation to have. But that was, they were uh, putting this person on a, a pedest- pedestal and more of a, oh, this person is an authority and we're going to have a conversation with this authority figure.
1: Here is our terrorism expert
0: <laughs> in the field. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> um well, um we can just kind of agree to disagree cuz I do not believe that. Well. Okay. Oh, that's all right. I agree to disagree. I agreed first, therefore am more agreeable. Yes. All right. Absolutely. Cool. Let's um what did what did you have special surprise with us? So, this is as I do, I
1: browse throughout the week looking for news um of the strange variety. And by throughout the week, I mean like an hour before I came here. But this was something uh, thanks to the odd news section on Fox News, which is not normally uh, my primary news source, but it's the first one that came up. And so they said, another jetpack reported flying near Los Angeles airport. Identity remains unknown. I would like to um, highlight the word another This Mm -hmm. is not the first time that there has been a just some random unknown person on a jetpack flying near the Los Angeles airport. Interesting. Um, But uh, a person who appeared to be flying with a jetpack was reported near the Los Angeles airport on Wednesday, according to the FAA. It was the second time a person had been reported flying since late August, so... Pretty recent that these people are just zipping around. A China Airlines crew reported seeing them at an altitude of 6,000 feet. Oh, my goodness. And they were about seven miles northwest of the airport. So, like, not super close, but also
0: 6,000 feet. Yeah. Why? No, thank you. You wouldn't want to go to 6,000 feet with a jetpack on, Rex? Uh, No, I would not want to go
1: to 6,000 feet. Just... That end of story. What if you had 6,000 feet? Oh, I would be like a mega centipede. (laughs) I'd be zipping around like. But like, I I have a question, Josh.
0: Why? That is an excellent question, (laughs) Rex. And I'm glad you asked it. I am too. Um. I don't know. If I had a jetpack, I'd honestly not let it just sit in my garage. I'd be out next to the San Antonio, uh, Francisco, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, (laughs) that airport, and be flying it at 6,000 feet next to the the Chinese crew lines. What was it? China Air or whatever. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. that would definitely be me.
0: Yeah, China Airlines. But
1: I just, how, and also, how has this person not been discovered? Like, you'd think somebody having a jetpack would be a pretty big deal.
0: Have you ever seen the movie um, uh, The Rocketeer? It's on Disney Plus.
1: Oh, I ha- that. I saw that movie a long time
0: ago. That's what it reminds me of.
1: Oh, okay. Hmm. Maybe he is the Rocketeer. <gasps> Except the Rocketeer was in me- the Nazi times. <laughs> well, it's in Los Angeles. Mm. Maybe they're filming a reboot. Ooh. Disney is, you heard it here, folks. Disney is doing a, a sequel or a remake of The Rocketeer. We're not sure which, but mm. that is the with, only logical solution.
0: Filming with a real jetpack too. They and designed it. A real- no
1: cameras. They're just having a guy fly up to six thousand feet. Whoa! It's like a live version. It is, and that's that's it. He's just going up, and it's actually a play. What? <laughs> They're doing a Rocketeer play, and you have to just watch him from the ground. Oh, boy. That would be great. That'd actually be really cool. Imagine just somebody having a jetpack for a play. Yeah. It reminds me of an episode of Eureka. I have no idea what that is. It's a really obscure show from the early 2000s about a guy that lives in a weird town, and that's all you need to know.
0: Aren't they all, though? Don't they all live in weird towns?
1: Yeah, but this one was weird because it had a bunch of smart people in it, and his daughter was in a play, and there was a guy that, had like a jetpack, and actually, I think she got to fly on the jetpack. Hmm. Yeah, it was weird, but that's what's happening here that or a Rocketeer reboot. All right, those are the only possible answers yeah. for why no- some guy on a jetpack absolutely
0: nothing else could possibly.
1: And if you have any theories as to why this person was on a jetpack, or what you would if you want to tell us what you would do if you had a jetpack, you can send that question. in to me on social media. At Rex and Josh
0: CPR on Instagram and Twitter. Or you can send it in to me, your other favorite co host. Absolutely. Uh, at Rex and Josh CPR at gmail.com yeah. if you are into emailing. But that's not all you can send in. You can send in whatever you'd
1: like. If you have a question for us, if you need to ask us for advice, if you just want to know our thoughts on like the state of the Ohio State Fair, um, which is not happening this year because of. Why do you know that? I don't know. Maybe it is happening this year, but like state fairs, I figured were probably not
0: a thing that was going to happen. We're going to have to issue a retraction because (laughs) Ohio State Fair is actually up and running right now. Next week, the Ohio State Fair. (laughs) All right. um, Do we have time for a peer question? Absolutely. What is our peer question, Josh? All right. So we have a question from Amanda. Amanda. Uh, Is there a stage four of COVID regulation? Will there be a stage 20? When does the numbering stop? So kind of I guess I get what she's saying with the oh, we're in stage 1, we're in stage This two, is more of a local three. thing. I don't know
1: that every state has been doing things like this. Um I know that North Carolina has been doing things in stages for the most part. Um and I believe that's what we're referencing here cuz that's
0: local for us, but we are um yeah for all of our irish listeners who do not understand what the stages are
1: well uh for all of our irish listeners i hope you're enjoying your freedom since your country like did a lot of crazy regulations and now there's not as many people although there have been a rise in cases in europe recently i believe
0: Oh, well, I think it turns out Rex is the expert on all things Irish.
1: Well, no, I think what happened is like in Europe, they like totally overregulated things. And so they got rid of it really quickly. But now it's seeing a resurgence. So
0: that's uh, all right. Um, But to answer the question, stay safe, Irish listeners. Yes. uh, To answer the question, I believe that there is no stop to the regulations that the government will impose. And yes, we will see a stage 20. Wow. um, Yeah, I'm an optimist. You certainly are.
1: I am hoping that we will have gotten rid of the virus before that point. Uh, but one can only hope because the government do be regulating. And yeah, that that's all I have to say. The government do be
0: regulating. All right. Thanks for your uh, proper English. And <laughs> yes. we'll... End it there. We have some appear uh, questions that we did not unfortunately get to get to, but next get time to get to get to get to get, get to, to, get to. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to say that too much. Anyway, get um, to get to <laughs> yeah we'll uh leave it right here for you folks thanks for listening um and we'll see you next time except we we won't really see you we'll but, um yeah and, feel your presence and don't forget to check out our merch too
1: you can find that in our social media bios and on our show notes and all that so go buy us some merch and
0: send us send us some pics too buy us some merch buy, our yeah. audience has to buy us our own t-shirts <laughs> yeah.
1: if you buy merch and send it in you'll get a shout out <laughs> But if you send in a picture too, you will also get a shout out and on social media and stuff too. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you guys in the next one.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.